this is because I'm seeing things happen to people that don't have a voice. People that don't have a platform to talk and have their voices heard and affect change. So I'm in a position where I can do that, and I'm going to do that for people that, that can't. can't, can't, can't. What starts what here starts changes, changes the world. The world. Well, well, I've got to admit, I kind of like it. Like what it. starts here changes the world. We are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of dreamers. The average American will meet 10,000 people in their lifetime. I was handcuffed to another man from another tribe whose language I did not speak. Don't think, don't think. But if every one of you changed the lives of just 10 people, and each one of those people changed the lives of another 10 people, and another 10, we did not know each other. And we could not speak to each other because if we could have spoken to each other, we might have been able to figure out what was happening to us. To every politician who is taking donations from the NRA. It is because America has not invested in its people. Shame on you. And you can change the entire population of the world, 8 billion people. And if we could have figured out what was happening to us, we might have been able to prevent it. If you think it's hard to change the lives of 10 people, change their lives forever, well, it didn't happen here we are. You're wrong. Are you better off than you were four years ago? My fellow Americans, it's time to speak out. They're looking for help. They're looking for help. They're not looking for more of the same. When people lose their jobs, there's a good chance I'll know them by their names. When a factory closes, I know the people who ran it. When the businesses go bankrupt, I know them. We will respond with that timeless creed that sums up the spirit of a people. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. And when we get enough money, honey, we'll bring you down. But their children were saved. Their children's children. Generations were saved by one decision, one person. But changing the world can happen anywhere, and anyone can do it. So what starts here can indeed change the world. But the question is, what will the world look like after you change it? Welcome to Public Access America. Make a stand. I know I did. Thank you very much, and may God bless America. What are you trying to accomplish? What would you like this to be the end game for you? That's basically. Um, I mean, ultimately, it's to bring awareness and make people, you know, realize what's really going on in this country. There are a lot of things that are going on that are unjust. People aren't being held accountable for. And that's something that needs to change. That's something that, you know, this country stands for freedom, liberty, justice for all. And it's not happening for all right now. Is this something that's evolved as a philosophy in your mind, and how has this kind of progressed that you make a stand like this? It's something that I've seen, I've felt, um, wasn't quite sure how to deal with uh, originally, and it is something that's evolved. It's something as I've gained more knowledge about, you know, what's going on in this country in the past, what's going on currently. Uh, these aren't new situations. This isn't new ground is things that have gone on in this country for years and years and have never been addressed, and they need to be. Will you continue, will you continue Collins, to sit? Will you continue to sit? Yes, I'll continue to sit. I'm going to continue to stand with the people that are being oppressed. Uh, to me, this is something that has to change, and when there's significant change, and I feel like that flag represents what it's supposed to represent, and this country is representing people the way that it's supposed to, I'll stand. Specifically, what would you like to see change in order for you to stand? There's a lot of things that need to change. Uh, one, one specifically is police brutality. 
There's people being murdered unjustly and not being held accountable. Cops are getting paid leave for killing people. That's not right. That's not right by anyone's standards. Colin, so many people see the flag as kind of a symbol of military. How do you view it, and, and what do you say to those people? Uh, you know, I have great respect for men and women that have fought for this country. I have family. I have friends that have gone and fought for this country. And they fight for freedom. They fight for the people. They fight for liberty and justice for everyone. And that's not happening. I mean, people are dying in vain because this country isn't holding their end of the bargain up as far as, you know, giving freedom and justice and liberty to everybody. It's something that's not happening. And I've seen videos. I've seen cir circumstances where men and women that have been in the military have come back and been treated unjustly by the country they fought for and have been murdered by the country they fought for on our land. That's not right. Did you, did you personally feel oppressed? Personally? There have been situations where I feel like I've been ill-treated, yes, but this stand wasn't for me. This stand wasn't because I feel like I'm being put down uh, in any kind of way. This is because I'm seeing things happen to people that don't have a voice, people that don't have a platform to talk and have their voices heard and affect change. So I'm in a position where I can do that, and I'm going to do that for people that can't. Is this the first year that you haven't stood up? Did you, did you do it other years, or is this the first time? Uh, this year is the first year that I've done this. And you did all, all the preseason games so far? Yes. This is the first time it was noticed? Yes. Okay. How, did your, how did your teammates respond when you explained yourself today, and, and what was the support like for you? The, resport, uh, the support I've got from my teammates has been great. You know, I think a lot of my teammates come from areas where this might be a situation. Their families might be put in this situation. Uh, it's something that I've had a lot of people come up to me and say, you know, I really respect you for what you're doing and what you're standing for. So to me, that's something that I know what I'm doing what's right, and I know other people see what I'm doing is right. It's something that we have to come together. We have to unite. We have to unify and make a change. What do you say to the people that say, hey, you're doing the right thing, but you're going about it the wrong way? I don't understand how it's the wrong way. Uh, to me, this is a freedom that we're allowed in this country. And going back to the military thing, it's a freedom that men and women that have fought for this country have given me this opportunity by the contrib contributions they have made. So. I don't, I don't see it as going about it the wrong way. This is something that has to be said. It has to be brought to the forefront of everyone's attention. And when that's done, I think people can realize what the situation is and then really affect change. You've done it every preseason game. Uh, are you almost relieved that, that, that it took this game and the questioning that, that followed to let your voice be heard? It wasn't something that I really planned as far as it blowing up. It was something that I personally decided I just can't stand for what this represents right now. It's not right. And the fact that it has blown up like this, I think is a good thing. You know, it brings awareness. Everybody knows what's going on, uh, and this sheds more light on it. Now I think people are really talking about it, having conversations about how to make change, what's really going on in this country, 
and we can move forward. Are you that concerned said, this is seen as like a blanket indictment of law enforcement in general? What was that? Are you concerned that it's, can it can be seen as a blanket indictment against law enforcement in general? Uh, as far as what? I don't really understand well, what you're trying to get at. You know, getting murdered by police. I mean, are, do you think that it seems as sort of an indictment against police? Uh, there is police brutality. Yeah. Uh, people of color have been targeted by police. Mm -hmm. So that's a large part of it. And they're government officials. They're put in place by the government. So, you know, that's something that this country has to change. Mm -hmm. There's things we can do to, you know, hold them more accountable, make those standards higher. You have people that practice law and are lawyers and go to school for eight years, but you can become a cop in six months and don't have to have the same amount of training as a cosmetologist. That's, that's insane. I mean, someone that's holding a curling iron has more education and more training than people that have a gun and are going out on the street to protect us. What was that? Do you, do you plan on doing uh, stuff beyond the sitting during the national anthem as far as activists kind of you know, rolling your sleeves up and, and getting out in the community? Yeah, most definitely. Uh, there are things I have in the works right now that I'm working on to, you know, put together in the future and come have come to fruition soon. Uh, those are things that I'll talk about as we get closer to those days. Colin, you say that this is a, it's a good thing that this is blowing up now because it's getting some attention. Any concern about the timing of it, a critical part of training camp, and, and the possibility of it being a distraction? No, I don't see it as a distraction. I think it's something that can unify this team is something that can unify this country. You know, if we have these real conversations that are uncomfortable for a lot of people, if we have these conversations, there's a better understanding where both sides are coming from. And if we reach common ground and can understand what everybody's going through, we can really affect change and make sure that everybody's treat treated equally and has the same freedom. No, no one's tried to quiet me, and you know, to be honest, it's not something I'm going to be quiet about. I'm going to speak the truth when I'm asked about it. It's not, this isn't for a look, this isn't for publicity or anything like that. This is for people that don't have the voice, and this is for people that are being oppressed and need to have equal opportunities you know, to be successful, to provide for their families, and not live in poor circumstances. Have you been pulled over unjustly that, uh, in court, you know, in your mind, have you been pulled over unjustly or had a bad experience um, in that regard? Yes, multiple times. Um, I mean, I've had times where one of my roommates was moving out of a house in college, and because we were the only black people in that neighborhood, the cops got called and all of us had guns drawn on us. Uh, I mean, came in the house without knocking, guns drawn on one of my teammates and roommates. So I have experienced this. People close to me have experienced this. This isn't something that's a one-off case here, a one-off case there. This has become habitual. It's become a habit. So it's something that needs to be addressed. You're a lone voice here at taking this stand. Why, why do you think you're the only one doing this? I think there's a lot of consequences that come along with this. Uh, there's a lot of people that don't want to have this conversation. 
that you know they're scared they might lose their job or they might not get the endorsements they not might not be treated the same way and those are things I'm prepared to handle and those are things that you know other people might not be ready for uh, it's just a matter of where you're at in your life where, where your mind's at and at this point I've been blessed to be able to get this far and you know have the privilege of being in the NFL and you know making the kind of money I make and enjoy luxuries like that but I can't look in the mirror and see other people dying on the street that should have the same opportunities that I've had and say you know what I can live with myself because I can't if I just watch do you think you might get cut over this? I don't know but if I do I know I do what's right and I can live with that at the end of the day. Does any of this reflect your, your relationship with the 49ers or with the NFL? Is this any part of that? No, this is about the way people have been treated by this country. When you, when you addressed the team today, Colin, how long did you talk? And, and what was kind of the tone of it? It, it, it seemed like you were able to uh, convert one person into your line of thinking that was uh, a little skeptical. Uh, no, it was a conversation. They asked me to talk and just explain why I did what I did and why I felt the way I felt. And that's something I had an open conversation with them. I told them why I felt that way and why I looked at things the way I do. And a lot of it has to do with the history of the country and where we're currently at. And, you know, I opened it up to all my teammates. Come talk to me if you have any questions. If you want to understand what I'm thinking further, come talk to me. Uh, this isn't something that should be hidden and shouldn't be talked about. These conversations need to happen, and I think it's something that can bring everybody closer. Were, were there a couple guys that voiced uh, their, uh, how they felt they missed what you're doing to you? There were, you know, I've had people say, no, I want to understand further. Let's talk. So I've had those conversations and will continue to have them with my teammates. But it's something that the knowledge of what's happened in this country and is currently happening is something that I think everybody needs to know. And when you have the knowledge of those things, then you can make an educated decision on, you know, what you really feel and what you want to stand for. Hey, is any of this been a distraction? In terms of politicians or, or, you know, people outside the sports world that, that tell you that they support you for that? Uh, I've had a few people reach out. Um, I mean, quite a few, actually. Uh, saying, you know, we really support you, we're proud of you for taking that stand, we respect what you're doing, uh, we know a lot's going to come with it, but we're behind you. And, you know, that means a lot. That means that I'm not the only one that feels this way, and I'm not the only one that sees things this way. Is, is any of this going to distract your team from getting to the Super Bowl this year? Is there, you know, are you guys talking more today about this, or are you talking about planning to get to the Super Bowl? No, we're focused on football while we're in meetings, while we're on the uh, field. That's what our focus is. But in our free time, we have conversations about this. And that's not something that should be we should be ashamed about or shy away from. You know, we talk about football, we handle our business there, but there's also, you know, a social responsibility that we have to be educated on these things and talk about these things. Colin, did you consider like bringing, you know, forming an alliance and getting teammates to join you in this? And if not, why did you decide to go it alone? This isn't something I'm going to ask other people to, you know, put their necks out for what I'm doing. Uh, if they agree with me and feel strongly about it, then by all means, I hope they stand with me. But I'm not going to go 
and try to recruit people and make sure like, hey, come do this with me because I know the consequences that come with that and they need to make that decision for themselves. In that same vein, did you reach out to anyone before you did this to seek their counsel, say, hey, what do you think about this? This is a conversation I've had with a lot of people a lot of times over a long period of time. So it wasn't something that, you know, I planned on having a conversation about uh, at a particular time. It just so happened it was the other night that people realized it and talked about it. Uh, yeah. Sorry about that. Oh, that's all right. Um, clearly, you know, you're so quiet in this. You want to bring a voice to other people. You want to raise consciousness about certain issues. Are you concerned? So much of the talk this the 24 hours has been about you and not necessarily the issues. Are you concerned that that, that could happen? I do think that, you know, the talk has been more about me more about I know a lot of people's initial reactions thought it was bashing the military which it wasn't that wasn't my intention at all I think now that we have those things cleared up we can get to the root of what I was saying and really address those issues since you've done this other you know of other players who feel the same way but maybe not ready to step forward publicly what was your question Do you know other players who who are kind of a feel the same way that you do but are afraid to really step forward publicly like you have yeah I know there's other players that feel the same way I've had players reach out to me uh, you know once again it's not something I'm gonna ask them to put their necks out uh, I know the consequences that come along with my decision and if they feel strongly about it and want to stand with me then I hope they do if it's something they're not ready for you know that's what the conversations are for and they can make that decision you know when they're ready or if they're ready. Do you Dr. feel Edwards you'll be safe? Do you feel you'll be safe in some of the road cities that you go to, and will you take some precautions? I mean, that's an illegitimate thought. Uh, not really too concerned about that. Um, you know, the end of the day, if something happens, that's only proving my point. Um, yeah, that's. Dr. Edwards has some experience with public stances such as this. You were talking to him before practice. Is he someone you've consulted with at, at any point on the work? when you decided to do this? Uh, I mean, once again, it wasn't something I consulted anybody on. It was a conversation I had uh, when someone asked me about it. Uh, Dr. Edwards is a good friend. He's someone I talk to a lot and run a lot of things by and have a lot of conversations with. Uh, and we have a lot of similar views. Following the fact that this is an election year, does this have anything to do with the timing? Uh, I mean... Once again, it wasn't a timing thing. It wasn't something that was planned. But I think the two presidential candidates that we currently have also represent the issue that we have in this country right now. Do you want to expand on that? Uh, I mean, you have Hillary, who's called black teens or black kids super predators. Uh, you have Donald Trump, who's openly racist. Um, I mean, we have a presidential candidate who's deleted emails and done things illegally and is a presidential candidate that that doesn't make sense to me because if that was any other person you'd be in prison so what is this country really standing for well, it is a country that's elected a black man president twice Colin I mean can you see people say why the outrage in a country that has elected a black president has done many things sacrificed a lot of things for uh, it has elected a black president, but 
there are also things, a lot of things that haven't changed. There are a lot of issues that still haven't been addressed. And, you know, that's something over an eight-year term, there's a lot of those things that are hard to change. And there's a lot of those things that he doesn't necessarily have complete control over. If you would say, that, what would it be a success for you on it? I mean, just in the short term. <laughs> no, that's, that's a tough question because there's a lot of things that need to change, a lot of different issues that need to be addressed. Um, you know, that's something that it's really hard to lock down one specific thing that needs to change currently. Okay, last thing, Colin. My wife's a cosmetologist, and she has very extensive training. <laughs> yeah, see, and it's amazing to me that she has more training than officers that are supposed to be protecting people. To those who would tear the world down, we will defeat you. This is our moment. This is our time. To those who seek peace and security, we support you. Yes, we can. And to all those who have wondered if America's beacon still burns as bright, Tonight we prove once more that the true strength of our nation comes not from the might of our arms or the scale of our wealth, but from the enduring power of our ideals, democracy, liberty, opportunity, and unyielding hope. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbow. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently for You, me, or nobody. In this lifetime, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody except yourself. It ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Welcome to Public Access America. Yes, we can. Now on Instagram and SoundCloud. He wanted to run out of that tunnel for my dad. On Twitter. Apple Podcasts, for Stitcher Smart Radio, Potable, and more. Yes, we can. Public Access America. History in the making. Making history in the making.
What if I told you that you can support your blood pressure and healthy CoQ10 levels with two chews a day? The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. That's like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 supports your cardiovascular health. Visit RadioBeats.com and find out how you can get a free 30-day supply on bundles and save 15% with the promo code DEAL.